0: Hey, what's going on welcome to the doug show my name is doug cunnington and in this episode i'm just going to give you a little update this is a, what we'll consider a bonus episode so number one i was able to recover the hard drive and i'll give you a full sort of breakdown of what happened and i learned my lesson as soon as the hard drive came back up i backed up the other files that didn't have any cloud backup at the time and I've done, I don't know, six interviews or recordings since then. And immediately after finishing the recording, I'll go ahead and upload it. So thanks everyone for the kind words and wishes. A lot of people did either send me a message or comment directly on YouTube. So I, um, I was able to get the data back and I will break it down. So that's one thing. The other is people like the sort of casual format where I wasn't in the studio at the time I recorded on my phone. And a couple people actually asked about the equipment that I was using. So I'm gonna talk about some of the equipment I'm using today. It'll be a, a kind of a quick episode, but I wanna hit some meaty, Portions and uh, rarely do I recommend specific products, but I'm actually going to talk about specific products relating uh, number one to the hard drive because it does have a good ending and a good story at the end of the day. And then the other is like the microphones and some of the equipment that I do use. So for the people that are only listening, I'll tell you where I'm at. I'm sitting in my uh, kitchen area. We kind of have like an open floor plan, but I'm sitting in my kitchen area at the at the countertop island bar section, and the camera is set up, you know, kind of far away, and I'm using a 50 millimeter uh, 1.4 Canon lens, and it's on a crop sensor camera. That's a T7I, and I think that makes it something like an 80 millimeter lens because it's a 1.6x um, multiplier. So when you put it on a crop sensor. It's a little bit of a longer lens. So anyway, the the image looks pretty cool uh, overall and it's a very shallow depth of field and I love all this gear and stuff. So sitting in my kitchen, I usually don't record up here because there are a lot of hard surfaces. There's uh, big windows on one side, uh, the ceiling, and there's just echo, right? Kitchens are somewhat echoey. So I basically um, try not to record in here too often However, I am using a, a lav mic today. So it's right clipped to my uh, shirt here, and it's a Movo brand. And I have um, the other receiver, right? The receiver on the camera, it's, it's on the top, and then I plug it directly in for the mic input. And I have two of the transmitters here, so if I do a remote recording or if I'm far away from the camera, I can put these lav mics on, and my my friend Steven uh, from Trip of a Lifestyle actually recommended, I think, this specific set. It comes with a nice carrying case. I could hook it up to an XLR, so if I'm doing um, something where I need an XLR for the input, I could use that. The reason why I'm mentioning this is because when I first started doing YouTube, I got a small shotgun mic that would fit on the hot shoe, cold shoe area on top, where like normally you would put a flash on a camera. So I'd put those microphones on top. The problem with those is there's some proximity issues that you have. So basically I have the camera set up like 15 feet away or so over on the other side of the room. And if I tried to use a shotgun mic on top of the camera, you would just get the echo from the full room and it would sound terrible. I hope that this sounds much better because the microphone's just right here. I don't have to yell. I can kind of talk quietly. You have to remember, you know, not to touch your shirt or anything like that or scratch your neck, but I'll try not to do that. So far, my neck hasn't been too scratchy today. So we should be in good shape. So uh, Movo, uh, they have a full line of like wireless stuff, Uh, pretty high quality. It's a good carrying case. I've traveled with that. It's very light. Um, The carrying case is bulkier than it needs to be, but I think you could probably like throw it across the room or throw it, uh, drop it outside and it would be okay. So when I have traveled with this, I'll take all of the little transmitters out and then put them in my backpack and they seem to do fine. I don't throw the backpack around. There's laptops in there usually, so I take pretty good care of it. So that's the equipment I'm using there. Like I said, I have a 1.4, 50 millimeter uh, lens over there. I got it used, I think it's probably like 10 or 15 plus years old and I got it uh, relatively cheap. I think it was like 150 bucks, something like that. And that covers uh, the equipment that I'm using here. The hard drive situation is this. So it was kind of weird. I knew that I had kind of a a pretty decent brand of a drive. So I was like, you know what, I registered this drive Not that long ago, I bought the drive in June. So it's only a few months old. And I knew that there was some warranty. And I thought maybe there's some data recovery included with the drive. So I went back to the registration confirmation email. I called up. I immediately talked to someone. I think they just had to figure out what drive I had. So I started chatting with someone. And I had very low faith that this was going to work out. I thought at best I was going to go through the motions. They'd tell me, you know, good luck. Maybe we'll do some data recovery. I needed the data sooner than later. So there was a chance that I was just going to try to take the hard drive out, put it into a new enclosure, and then see if that worked. But whole whole thing uh, worked out great. So I was chatting with um, the tech support guy And, you know, number one, very high level tech support. So they weren't walking me step by step. They were treating me like an IT professional. And they were like, click here, do this, do that. And I'll skip some of the details. Basically, I went through the normal motions, like plug in the drive, like make sure the cables are okay. So I had already done that. I checked cables, I checked on a different machine. I made sure it had power, all the easy things. And it turned out that there was a firmware issue. The weird thing is I made no updates on my she- machine to my knowledge in the last several weeks and definitely not the day that it crashed. And all of the symptoms, everything that I was doing made the drive appear like there was a, like a hardware failure within the drive. So it did get power and I was able to like, plug it in and see lights coming on, but it seemed like the hard drive was dead. Once I downloaded the firmware update, then the drive showed up and everything was good to go. So it was pretty easy. And I told the guy that I did not have any faith that he was gonna be able to solve the problem. I thought we were just going through the motions. He also said the same thing. He thought we were screwed and it wasn't gonna work out. So the reason why I am gonna plug the drive, it's, it's just, a, I thought it was called Lacey, but it's uh, apparently Lacey, and I think it's spelled L-A-C-I-E. So it's a pretty popular brand. It's actually owned by Seagate, but it's like the professional line. And the reason why I'm plugging it is the support was amazing. Again, I didn't wait on hold, no issues. I have um, five years of that same high-level support included with the drive, so I could call up and they can help me out. So, five years included and I I can't remember, it it must be a five-year warranty on the hard drive too. I could be wrong and I'm sure maybe there's different warranties for different lines. But the other part is there's data recovery included. So, if I went through the troubleshooting with a support guy and it didn't work, they would tell me to, you know, send it in. I'm not sure, Uh, luckily we didn't have to go down this route, but basically they would recover the data as much as possible. And he emphasized that it wasn't like uh, just, hey, we're gonna try to do data recovery. Like these are professional, like hard drive data recovery people. That's all they do and they would get as much as they can. So I had a high, very high level of confidence. Further, when, once we solved everything and I was like, this is a great day, my friend, <laughs> you solved my problem. And, uh, you know, my, my survey results are, you know, 10 out of 10. Like when he asked me, you know, what's, what's the rating? I'm like, well, you, I got the data. So fucking 10, right? I love it. So the thing is, they, they really gave me a lot of confidence that they would be able to solve it and at least get as much as possible there will be you know product failures hard uh hardware failures wires go bad like there are a certain amount of defects that that go through uh manufacturing but they were there when i needed them and you know luckily it was just a firmware thing before we finished up he asked you know hey is Is there a way that you could have found this? Like, why didn't you find this certain information on the website? And basically, I didn't even really look. I just went to the email and it said, hey, if you have trouble, call this number. So that's what I did. If I would have looked through some of the FAQs, um, potentially I could have found the right firmware update to fix all the problems. But the thing is, I wasn't looking for it there were a couple like bad links uh, on the website. And I told him that and he said, oh yeah, you know, we're trying to fix this. There are some bad links on the website, but it wasn't only like problem solving and not waiting on hold. They were trying to figure out how they can make the website better. So, I mean, obviously it serves them, but if I could find the simple solution and just update the firmware, I maybe could have done that days ahead of time and I wouldn't have stressed about it. So." when it comes down to it, they did a great job. So I think the specific drive that I have is a Lacie D2. I think it's a D2. And there's a whole series, right? So I had a previous drive, it was a four terabyte. And in the last year, I started to fill it up a little bit more. So I was very happy with the D2 four terabyte. So I upgraded to an eight terabyte, and they're actually running in parallel. So I have two hard drives with you know, ton of space there. I also have a LaCie, one of those really rugged uh, travel hard drives. So it's a one terabyte, and it has like the orange uh, bumpers around it. And apparently, you literally can like dr- like throw it on the ground, and it will uh, technically supposed to still work. Is what I'm told. I haven't had any issues like that. I usually treat my equipment pretty. Uh, pretty gently, <laughs> try not to drop anything, uh, but it seems to work great and it's very fast. So I use uh, Apple products typically, MacBooks and a Mac mini, and they do have the, uh, the faster speed connections. So I think, you know, one of them's like a Firewire 2 and the other one is a, you know, USB-C. So I think those have very high speed throughput bandwidth, all that kind of stuff. So I can literally do like video editing on those drives and, you know, there's no weird lag or anything like that. So everything worked out great. Now I learned my lesson again uh, and I am backing up on a regular basis, just like I'm supposed to. The equipment that I have uh, here, so it's the, the Movo uh, WMX20, a wireless transmitter and you know the, the package here, which I'll link up to. I have um, the Canon 51.4, which really can blur the background in a nice way. It looks really awesome. Hopefully, I'm in focus here as we're recording. And the recorder that I used on the other hard drive story was the Zoom H1n. I think on Amazon it is. When I saw it, it was under $100 or so, so it's right on the cusp, but it's inexpensive, really high-quality audio. It's not as heavy-duty and beefy as the H4n, but it's lighter and it's smaller and, you know, it's for a different purpose. But the H1n, I mean, it sounded amazing and if you do some uh, sleuthing and you look around over on YouTube, you can find some comparisons where people use an H1n versus very high end microphones and the H1N does a really good job. So I have no hesitation uh, recommending it, especially if you don't need something that's more, say like weatherproof or rugged or something like that. I think it just takes a couple AA batteries. So anyway, hard drive is good to go. Thanks everyone for your concern. And um, if you like these like shorter episodes, especially where I'm like recording in a different spot, just leave a comment or shoot me an email, feedback at doug.show, whenever you get a chance. I know a lot of people listen uh, on the go, right? Even if they're watching a YouTube video, they're kind of busy doing something else. So when you get a chance, you know, please let me know if you like these and I could do more of them. They're casual, I don't have to prepare as much. I'm just telling a little story. So thanks a lot.